Hi there, this is Rocky Mountain Pro Referee Josh Spicer, and you're listening to RMP Radio, where pro wrestling is elevated. RMP Radio is back on the air. Hi, I am your host, Mr. Fourth Row. And joining me, I've got another one of the dudes from the Dudes and Belt Chat cast. I've got the Sunday Night Savior. Sunday, how you doing? Good, how you doing, Mr. Fourth Row? I'm, I'm hanging in there. Excited. Uh, we got a lot of uh, crazy things, uh, fun things happening uh, uh, here when it comes to the uh, world of uh, professional wrestling uh, especially in the, la- in the next, next upcoming week. But uh, got you on, uh, as well as all the dudes from the Dudes and uh, Belts uh, chat cast. But uh, first question I've got for you out of the shoot. Uh, how did you uh, get introduced into this uh, wacky world of uh, professional wrestling? So my father was a fan when I was a kid. He's, he's somewhat fallen out since. He kind of catches it here and there now. But I grew up just watching with him. I think it's the same story a lot of people will tell you. Mm-hmm. Um I grew up, in, uh, you know, I'm 38 years old, so I, I grew up in in the peak of the Hulk Hogan era. Um, so uh, you know, you see those bright colors, you know, eat, eat your vitamins, say your prayers, and you get you get hooked. I mean, I I was somebody who was almost in tears when he lost when Hulk Hogan lost to uh, to uh, Ultimate Warrior. Like I was, <laughs> you know, that that was that was so much for me because although I was a Warrior fan as well. Nobody was gonna have a top Hogan to me when I was that that young, and uh, it just started there, and it, it I got hooked, and it stayed. And especially, I I mean, I think I grew up at the best time for wrestling. I, I was a kid during the Hogan era. I was a teenager during the Attitude era. Like it's it was just, it's just you know perf, perfect perfect uh, scheduling out of the ages that makes the makes the most sense. And you know after. After Hogan, I was a Stone Cold fan, like like everybody else, and and then it just keeps growing and growing since. And the more I've gotten into it, and the more I've watched, and now with the internet, where you you know you can watch documentaries and all this stuff, I've learned so much more about it. And it and I I watch it in such a different way now. But I mean, it's you know starts out with just red and yellow Hulk Hogan, you know. Had my Hulk Hogan wrestling buddy, everything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I agree with you that um you people around our age um you know plus or minus uh you know say 12 to 15 years we did get a, a good swath of the best of the the best of uh the the wrestling especially because it it got ingrained into pop culture uh things of that nature and and just uh just so many different evolution steps that uh, it has taken in that time period. I mean, would you agree with that? Oh yeah. I mean, if, if you just look at the the stages of wrestling, just those two alone, like the that that golden era, the boom era of, of the '80s, where every character was larger than life and bright colors and all this, and then you go just ten, fifteen years later to the to the Attitude Era, and it's 
Stone Cold and The Rock just, you know, kicking ass and taking names. And and both of those end up on the cover of things like Sports Illustrated, end up on, you know, talk shows and everything. And, and they both had very, very different avenues to get there. But all of it based on, the, like you said, this wacky world of professional wrestling. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's so true. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's, um, I think that's, and I think that also stays instilled into us to this day where, uh, you know, that I like, for example, it's the, it's the, uh, it's the character, um, you know, can the character, you know, entertain me with a great storyline and, you know, keep me, you know, keep my eyes on them or the particular product or promotion that they're uh, working on or working with and things of that nature. And, um, you know, and, and keep me encapsulated and keep me coming back. Right. Exactly. I mean, anybody can put on, I say anybody, but like these guys that are on TV, most of them can put on a great match just about every time they're out. But I don't tune in just to see a great match. I tune in to, to, to be entertained by everything about it. I want to be brought in, encapsulated is a great word for it, but by everything that's going on, not just the physical nature of of a suplex, a body slam, and a one, two, three. Yeah. So another word that you uh, just mentioned, uh, or one philosophy, is consumption. The, the way that we consume wrestling now is so different. Uh, what, uh, what, what is it that you, that you enjoy about the different ways that we consum- consume wrestling? And also, because of that, do you think there is just way too much for uh, one single person to be able to know everything? Uh, for the most part, yes. There is, I'm going to get to the second part of the question first. There is way too much for one person to know everything. But the good part about it is just about all of the wrestling you see out there has some differences. So whatever type and whatever hits your fancy, you can find out there. There's something for you. Mm-hmm. If you like more old school style, go watch NWA Power. If you like... More today's, you know, high-flying, fast-paced style, there's AEW. If you like that more traditional storyline and and characters are the thing, there's your old classic standby WWE. So, I mean, and and if you like seeing people just grow at the business, you can watch the indies, and you can watch that from everywhere. Like, you know, uh, RMP is is, is a big thing in my life at this point, and I Mm -hmm. live 2,000 miles away. Yeah, <laughs> from the Wimmer Arena, and yet I get to watch them every week, and they're and uh, in, in in all things a smaller indie promotion compared to all these other places, you know, compared to the AEWs and the WWEs, but yet I get to watch them every week because of the internet and how we can consume wrestling these days. Yeah. Um, when it when it comes to consumption, what uh, beyond uh, just like you know tuning in, watching a uh, you know a weekly program such as uh, Rocky Mount Pro Ignition, Rocky Mount Pro Charged, uh, what else do you like to do when it comes to wrestling? Um, you, you know, you mentioned um, documentaries. Do you like maybe uh, the uh, reality TV that uh, is out there? What, what is it that you do and that did you like? And what else do you kind of tune into as well? Uh, I'm big into the documentaries. So whenever I see, I mean, we get most of them on on what used to be the WWE Network, now on the WWE side of Peacock. But you can, like, I'll I'll watch. Like, I used to get the get the DVDs all the time. 
you know, things like the rise and fall of WCW was a big one for me. But I'll watch, you know, the the story of Eric Bischoff, the story of, of Paul Heyman, like all these, you know, stories of how these guys became what they became. And like the uh, Mick Foley has a great backstory. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin is, is a great one as well, where he, you know, being trained down in down in Dallas and then, you know, gets fired by WCW, you know, like this just comes in as the ringmaster and then becomes the biggest star in the business. It's, I love watching that, that that's, that intrigues me so much, like the backstory of these guys. And that's why these, these documentaries and the backstory of these companies too. I, I watched the, the one on, on, uh, you know, the, the Von Erics and, and WCCW, like that's, you know, huge to me to watch stuff like that. How, how guys like that can have, you know, places like that can have such a high peak and such a low, low at the same, you know, almost, almost side by side. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's true. Yeah. I love, I love those documentary twos. And, um, what I, what I found as well when it comes to, uh, you know, cause I remember when the DVDs, like you mentioned, when the DVDs would come out and it would be, you know, part of, you know, it used to be back in the day, uh, you know, Tuesdays would be media day release, you know, your, your new movies, yes. your new DVDs, your new books, new video uh, games, things, that, things of all that nature. And I remember the, back in the day when, uh, you know, they were talking about, okay, the new, uh, WWE documentary, or they, you know, they finally put out the, uh, pay-per-view on DVD, uh, that, uh, happened, uh, you know, a few months ago, six months ago, or what, you know, whatever their, their time frame was from the time it actually happened yep. to, you know, actually put it out on, uh, on video. But one thing I've also kind of noticed, though, that now that some of this stuff is kind of going straight to uh, Peacock, the amount of content and the amount of episodes, I think, has increased. Because I know and they've, they've kind of made them into, like, miniseries. Yes. I mean, what do you think about that? Uh, uh, see, I love that stuff, too. So, you know, from, from the early days of the WWE Network, it sounds funny saying that, considering it's only, what... Uh, eight years old or whatever yeah. but um like they they had shows like table for three and ride along and and ones like those and those things like that and throw me i, I love i you know I, I mentioned that i love seeing these characters and, and 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 they're the ones that that bring me in to watch wrestling but i also love to see what's behind the character a little bit too yeah. and what makes up the man or woman that that created and, and plays said character it's no different than you go to watch a movie or TV show. If your favorite, you know, if your favorite TV show is is Breaking Bad, you want to learn about Brian Cranston and how he got into playing Walter White. You know what I mean? Like you, things like that. So when I watch uh, Table for Three and they have, uh, you know, Christian uh, Mick Foley and Edge on and they're just kind of joking about their whole all their stories about riding together and traveling and all this stuff that that all intrigues me yeah yeah so true and yeah you mentioned it's funny how you mentioned uh Brian Cranston because you know uh it's funny uh how he's been he was uh one of those people that was like in bit parts of uh sitcoms like a, a king of queens and then of course the big break was the uh, Malcolm in the middle, um, yeah. you know, playing the husband and then boom, you know, <laughs> explosion, you know, yeah. into a completely different type of think yeah. of the, oh. you know, the dad from Malcolm in the middle to Heisenberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, whoa, that's 180 degree. <laughs> yeah. That, so to, to give you a, a, a parallel to wrestling, that's 
red and yellow Hulkamaniac Hulk Hogan to black and white Hollywood Hulk Hogan NWO. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, like that, to me, that's a very similar way to cross paths. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. That's a uh, that's so true. Um, you know, another thing I wanted to ask you too is, um, did if I missed, I apologize, but uh, you're also uh, kind of uh, you got your eye and you're kind of big on to, uh, uh, is it New Japan? You, you like you like uh, doing that too? So I'm not as big now. So I, I was following it a lot more back before AEW. So when there was, oh, okay. you know, Kenny Omega and. and and, and even and AJ Styles and, and guys like that were all over there. I was I was following along a lot more, trying to watch as much as I could. Um, but the you know AEW in a way, shape, or form kind of stole some of the uh, you know the guys that I like to watch over there yeah. uh, away. So obviously there's new guys that have been elevated, the, the Jay Whites, the Will Ospreys, guys like that. But I never had that connection to them at first, so like it was hard for me to kind of get back into it. Uh, I, I'm still, I'll still watch it. I'll still, if somebody says, Hey, you got to check out this match or, you know, that type of thing. I, I, I tune in, but I, I don't quite follow as much as I did. Yeah. 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 I get you. And you know, in uh, you know, the way that, uh, that I know I, I'm able to access it, <laughs> no pun intended, <laughs> d- didn't even, didn't even think that, uh, is through access, uh, TV and, and sometimes, you know, even if you set your DVR schedule to to record that thing, it it's flip, it kind of changes, and it, it's kind of like a moving target sometimes. So sometimes yep. your your DVR does not grab the right time and the right episode for you, and yep. so it it makes it difficult to to stay up. So. Yeah, you, you end up getting a, you see a, a new episode pop up on the DVR, and it ends up being one that you've already seen before, and you're yeah, you're like, ah, oh, I guess I don't have to watch this one. I watched it before. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. So uh, what I do is uh, though, because there's there's so much to consume now that it's like now I've you know I've got you know of course Rocky Mount Pro I gotta you know keep up with and then everything yeah. else that, that you know I do. So now I've got I've got my friends that I know that are real big into. For example, I got um, a friend here in Colorado that uh, she's really big into New Japan. So she's my source when I need to go. Hey, I need to ask you something or. Or what you just said, hey, she will say, hey, you know, you need to see this and um, and that, you know, that kind of thing as well. And and she's always excited because we have a promotion here in Colorado that uh, brings in a lot of uh, those kind of people that uh, she sees a lot. And she just totally flips her lid when uh, <laughs> they because they're always a surprise when they, they come in. The uh, promotion doesn't necessarily uh, announce uh, a lot of people um, yeah. that, that that come up. They like to keep a lot of surprises to to pop the crowd at the uh, at the uh, Oriental Theater here. So it's uh, it's it's just it is it is fun. So I enjoy just seeing her reaction to to the surprises. And sometimes I have to kind of query. I mean, I I know enough to know like maybe who people are, but not a lot of their their stuff. And, yeah. and then but you know, so as I I always have my my people that help my um my knowledge base basically i guess is the best way to explain it yeah and and in our group of dudes and belts that for us that that's the coastal crusader he's he's big into new japan he he's big into kind of keeping his eye on everything so in our group chat there'll be hey you guys should check out this match or or this guy's going to be on you know uh impact this week or stuff like that and and that that's the way I kind of keep abreast with it is he's pretty good with with popping in with with big things that are happening on on the 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 scene that aren't necessarily in in the the main eye that I look at which is 
for the most part these days, I'm paying most of my attention to WWE, AEW, and Rocky Mountain Pro. Yeah. Um, so I asked all the uh, so far all the other dudes about this. Uh, see if your your uh, you know your answer is similar. How did all the uh, how did you meet uh, the dudes? The rest of the dudes. I mean, so the rest of the dudes for me it started with with Marky pins. Um, I've known Marky for a very long time. We grew up in the same city, uh, just outside of Boston. And he was, he's a couple years older than me. He was in the same grade as my sister, but we would in, in like elementary school and stuff, we would play like the, the school organized, like, uh, after school sports, the street hockeys and flag footballs and stuff. So I, I've, I've known him since I was probably, let's figure out the math here a little bit. I was probably in the range of 10 or 11 years old when I met Marky. So I've known him for closing in on 30 years now. Um, and not to say that we were super close at that point, but we were friendly. And then later on, he ended up becoming really good friends with other good friends of mine. And we, we, we became much tighter at that point. Um, and then the other, the other three guys, uh, Johnny, triple I and coastal all in some way, shape or form related to the can open bowling community, which I I know you guys have talked about a little bit with, with some of the other guys where we're all can open bowlers, which is a big Northeast thing. Um, you know, myself, Mackie, and Triple I are on the same team in our Friday Night League. Um, Johnny used to be on the team before his work schedule changed. Um, Coastal, obviously, he's you know a few hours away, but we bowl in a lot of the same tournaments and and things like that um, with and against him as well. And so it's it's all just gone through that. But like years ago, me and Mackie would be in the same bowling league, and like I'd go to his house before bowling. We'd get something to eat. We'd go to ball and we'd go back to his house afterwards. And then as I'm like going, all right, I'm going to head home. He'd walk out and have a cigarette and we'd chat for a little bit and we wrestling would come up and we'd talk for an hour and a half and not even realize that he'd go through a half a pack of cigarettes while we're just standing outside chatting about wrestling. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just natural for us just to sit around and talk wrestling. So eventually Johnny just said, let's put it on camera. Yeah, <laughs> and we did. Yeah, let's let's make content. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's it What's it been like for you, uh, uh, going from there, just having conversations with friends to actually uh, sharing your passion to the rest of the world? It it, it is different because obviously, if, when you just shooting the breeze with your friends, it's it's just whatever you talk about. We got you know when we do it on the dudes and belts we got to do it with a little more structure we got to make it make sense to the people that are listening yeah. um and watching and uh and now with the the partnership with rocky mountain pro where we're doing things like recharge i am personally not on reignited just because of my my work schedule and everything but i do recharged and where we have to not we have to but the way we structure it is we're you know we're watching the show where we're we're talking about what we just saw it's a post show so it's 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 just a completely different thing so where we're doing something very different on thursdays than, than we do on sundays and also what they do on tuesdays as well we're all very different in a way shape or form so it's actually to me a little bit more entertaining to do it that way sundays are usually a little more loosey-goosey talk about whatever unless we have a specific topic or like this pat past sunday that we had we had a, a a slew of interviews which was really really fun so I, I like the idea where it's not just the same thing all, all the time. Um, but 
again, we have to do it with a little more structure than it was when we were just sitting outside shooting the breeze, we, you know, uh, you know, uh, talking about it with nobody listening. Right. Yeah. I mean, I totally, I totally get that. Uh, yeah. You, you kind of have to, you know, kind of, you know, not necessarily just go on and drither about the whole, the one particular, particular thing, because, you know, you want to keep the, in this particular case, uh, keep the viewers interested in what you're, what you're talking about, because, uh, may they may not be interested in what you're talking about currently, but yeah, you may have something a little bit down the road, you know, in the, uh, um, you know, proverbial, uh, outline that, uh, that somebody might be interested in and you'll get, get their uh, ears and eyes to you at that point. Yeah. And then the biggest difference is with them watching and chat being a thing, yeah. we have to interact with, well, not, we have to, we get to interact yeah. with them where if we're kind of, you know, either going down a path where we're not really making any sense or whatever, somebody can pop right in and say, well, what about this? Or, or I prefer this, you know, like, and we can kind of interact with them. And, and that, that's the best, to me, the best part is that, you know, when, when the chat gets involved and, and is basically part of the show that to me, that means two things. That means they're engaged. They're, they're liking what they're seeing and, and what, what they're hearing from us. So it engages them. But it also means that if they're engaged like that, they're going to come back and watch and listen next week too. Because, you know, if, if, if they're, if I watch a streamer and I type in something into the chat and he responds and, and we almost ha kind of have a conversation through it, it, it makes me want to, you know, pay more attention to them and watch them and, and listen to them more. So, I mean, it's such a big thing to be able to interact with the chat. And that's why Twitch is such a interesting platform to do something like the dudes and belts chat cast on. Oh yeah, definitely. It's a, it's almost tailor made for for you guys. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Uh, so kind of uh, we've already kind of got the answer about how uh, dudes and belts found uh, Rocky Mountain Pro, but the question I got for you when it comes to that, uh, what was your first impressions? Uh, those first few episodes that uh, that, that you watched of uh, Rocky Mountain Pro. So it, it was it was interesting to me. So. Like you said, you 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 already kind of figured out how we found them and they found us. Yeah. You know that they, they uh, we were just doing our show and and I think I believe it was Yaden under the Rocky Mountain Pro umbrella was was streaming and 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 raided us and then got into our chat and talked to us for a little bit, uh, and then we eventually uh, had an interview with him and all that. Well, so what I ended up doing this was during pandemic era where yeah either I was home all the time or i slowly went back to work a couple days a week i, I was home a lot and yaden had mentioned their you know rocky mountain rewind where they would yeah. show older shows so i ended up tuning in and I, I wouldn't necessarily watch it religiously but i would catch it and watch it and i was intrigued very very intrigued with the fact that a promotion that before that i had never heard of that was you know like i like i mentioned before on the smaller scale of promotions could put on a, a show that was that was good and it would have a, a a crowd especially if you kind of caught it during like the quarry era uh, of of when they were doing the doing charged the crowd would be into it and you know fighting fighting with you know uh, arguing with the heels and cheering on the baby faces to me i i was very intrigued right away and then like you happen to notice some of the people that were on the show like abaddon like uh dozer uh, that we now recognized on national TV 
all those things were, were really, really added up to me going, I am definitely want to watch more of this and I can't wait to they get kind of go back to, you know, producing new content because they went through a stretch because of the pandemic of not producing content. I couldn't wait. And then when Yaden, it wasn't too, too long after we hooked up with them that Yaden said that they were going to be uh, having a new taping with obviously no crowd. And uh, we couldn't wait to watch it. Yeah, yeah, so true. Uh, those uh, those rewinds that you watched, and you mentioned uh, you got to watch a lot of the uh, the Corys, which is kind of where I started with Rocky Mountain Pro, actually just one week, actually, before the Cory, uh, one week NRW, Next week it was RP. <laughs> that's where I that's where I started, which is really crazy that okay. I got that I got one week of NRW and now NRW is back, uh, which is kind of yep. crazy. Yep. Uh, you have any uh, highlights, uh, favorite things that that you saw any of those uh, Corey shows that uh, come top to mind? I can't think of any specifics. I because when I first was watching that stuff, I didn't have like I didn't necessarily know who a lot of the the wrestlers were at the time I was just watching wrestlers wrestle and interact with the crowd as well. So like some of the names I, I won't necessarily remember, uh, there, um, or, or specific matches, they don't really necessarily stick out. But the thing that, that really, I really noticed and caught the most was just that interaction with the crowd and how, how the crowd was, you know, you go to a lot of local wrestling shows and the crowd's just kind of there. Um, and, and here with Rocky Mountain Pro, the crowd gets involved and I like that. Yeah. I mean, and, and the quarry was, it was a, it was a fantastic place. I mean, it's, uh, over in the Jeffco fairgrounds, uh, it was just kind of a, a wild, a different place that you, you know, don't see you know, wrestling at a, a lot because a lot of times you wrestle independent wrestlings is, you know, at a bar or, or something like that, or a yep. restaurant or, you know, kind of uh, some, you know, a um, uh, a YMCA, a school yeah. gym, you yeah. know, all the uh, uh, unfortunately proverbial, you know, bad things that we've, you know, grown up with. And I think everybody's trying to do better, uh, yeah. like, you know, getting into, uh, well, you know, we're rocking on pros, got its own building. Another promotion here uh, is actually at where a lot of uh, bands go to. It's a, a music venue, which works out really well for them because they can do the stage and everything, which is fantastically set up so it, it's it's kind of cool to see that uh you know all, all everybody kind of uh, upping their game when it comes to that and speaking of upping the game uh what what's kind of been uh that you've seen the progression when you guys first got your eye on rocky mount pro like you said in the pandemic area era which was you know kind of really weird to like like now what's what's intriguing you or what's exciting you just just from then, uh, I mean, uh, you know, the either whether it's production, storylines, whatever. What's what's going on in your mind on that? So I think they've even just in the short period of time that that I've been watching, I think they've advanced in every every facet. Um, production is a number one. Production values are a thousand times better, and they were decent before, but they've been so so good, especially over these last like six or eight months. They've been so 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 much better. But I mean, storylines—they keep getting the storylines keep getting deeper and deeper and more entangled, and, and so it, it like it, the storylines now. You take a butterfly effect and you take one little thing out, and it'd have to change a whole the storylines for a bunch of different, you know, uh, 
a bunch of the different storylines would have to change because of one little thing changed somewhere else. And I love that about about wrestling is when everything kind of intertwines in a little way. Like we saw the whole thing with with how you know the rise and fall of the wake. Yeah. There was so much intertwined with that, and that was fantastic storytelling there. Um, but even just the the in ring wrestling, I liked it before, but I mean, you guys the the. RMP has brought in a lot of outside talent, the the Sledges and the Marty Casauses and guys like that. Now, not that they haven't been involved in the past before, but th- these are guys that have gone on to make bigger names for themselves, and now they're coming back. Um, and plus, all the like some of the Texas guys. We we saw Justin Taylor and, and and Bruce Wayans put on one hell of a match not that yeah. long ago at uh, what was that peak of the pack? Yeah. And uh, then you add in. I mean, there's some fantastic, fantastic in-house guys. I mean, Orin Vite is amazing. Echo, they, I, I look at the advancements of uh, of Owen and Drake of Full Send. The, those guys, go watch Owen and Drake when they first kind of made their RMP debuts yeah. and watch, watch them now, and they're vastly different performers. So, I mean, it, it's it's everything all involved. It's it's, But like I said, if I had to pick one thing, it is production. It's just yeah. so much crisper, cleaner, clearer now. Yeah. Well, and you, you know, you funny you mentioned that uh, Oren and, and Drake, and I think they their uh, their uh, debuts were in the pandemic area. So talk yep. about talk about going from you know absolute like a clean slate to where they are now. Oh yeah, it's it's it. Like if you went back to last year's peak of the pack, the very first peak of the pack. And watch David Drake in that. I can't even off the top of my head think of who his partner was. Uh, I'd have to um, go back. Jumbo, I think. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, yeah, because they 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 formed a tag team after that. That's right. Yeah, and and you just watch that match and watch him in the ring and everything seemed like he had to think his way through it. He had to. Mm. He didn't know what the next step was, so he had to think about it and then go do it. It made everything look a little forced. Now you see him in the ring and everything smooth, clear. He he already knows what he's doing long before he does it. It's it's such a a, 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 a vast difference in a year's time. Yeah, yeah, so true. Um, another thing I would like to step back and dissect a few a few things that uh, my uh, uh, interview uh, subject is. One thing they say kind of entangled the fall the wake that we've had that now. Now we've you know we've got this. You know, you know, Damon and J.K. Popper still kind of doing their things, and and it's always like, you know, are they, you know, will they ever? There's always been teasing of like, you know, sometimes they work together for the great for the greater good of themselves of you know what they're trying to accomplish at one time, and then the next you know week it's uh, you know they're out for the them collective selves you know for whatever reasons. It's, what do you what do you think about that? Because even that you know even though that's you know kind of fresh per se. Uh, you know that those kind of things kind of also kind of still kind of uh, simmer and 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 you don't know if the 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 you know the the flames gonna be uh, <laughs> uh, you know uh, brought up again. Well, uh, from what I can tell, J.K. Pop and Damon Ace as separate entities are always gonna do what's best for J.K. Pop and Damon Ace as separate entities. Entities. If it means working together to to each for each of them to better themselves, I think that that door is open. But in no way do I think that Damon will do anything just to help out J.K. Pop or J.K. Pop will do anything just to help out Damon. They'd have to have their own gain from it. Yeah. As we saw at Peak of the Pack when they when J.K. Pop made made Damon look like they were, uh, you know, on his side. 
and then they turn their back on him and attack him and to get to get him and uh, and Balaam eliminated. So they're all they've shown their true colors. I I think, I but I also think both entities understand that if one's helping them, it's for their it's it's for their good, not not you know, not like if J.K. Pops helping Damon, Damon knows it's for J.K. Pops advancement and vice versa. Yeah, yeah, so true. Um, so we got uh, a huge event coming up here, Milestone 12 for Rocky Mountain Pro. And uh, there's a lot of things that are kind of going for uh, Rocky Mountain Pro. And one of the things that I'm most excited for is something that you, you kind of also alluded to, things that have been kind of way, way, way callback. But um, the most, the match that most intrigues me right now is uh, Mercury, or uh, Yaden versus uh, Curtis Cole because... They've been on again, off again. You know, we had, they had that big, uh, you know, uh, match. Uh, you know, a few years at, uh, at uh, Never Broken, and you know, there was everything's cool, but now it's back. You know, again, peak of the pack. Uh, last, you know, that and what the happened after that. But what do you got? What are you excited uh, for uh, Milestone Twelve uh, this year? I mean, so far, obviously, we we don't know the whole card quite yet, but. Everything looks to be pretty good. I mean, you get, you know, we mentioned earlier about Martin Casos, you know, being a guy that's has worked with RMP in the past, gone on to to bigger na- national success. Now he's back, and now he's in the main event of Milestone against Bruce Wayans. And anybody that's watched RMP over the last few years knows that Bruce Wayans, whether he's in the main event or not, Bruce Wayans is the main event, and he will let you know that. Just ask him. <laughs> uh, so, and, and, so I'm very, very, very intrigued for that. Obviously, Cole and Yaden, we saw them put on a hell of a match um, at Never Broken last year, but that ended up in a time limit draw. Yeah. So we got to find out. We never got to see who the better man really was, and I think that's probably why they were able to stay together and go and and reach that mountaintop again of, of winning the tag titles again. Yeah. Uh, because I think if one of them won, it would there would have been some ego going. And some hurt feelings going there, but I think if I had to pick anything um, right now as the one match I really, really am intrigued by, it's Atiba versus Stephen Ashburn for the NRW title. And we don't even, you know, the NRW title that only gets defended at the pay per views, doesn't get defended on charged or or ignition. And it's it's NRW stands for No Rules Wrestling, so there's going to be some sort of stipulation um for this match that hasn't been announced yet but yeah i'm curious about that um you know anybody who's who's watched dudes and belts knows how we feel about atiba we you know we created a uh i mean they we we didn't create but we led to the creation of a of a, a twitch emote of hashtag sign atiba um we are very very high on on him uh, last year at uh, the Colorado Cup event, because there was a separate Colorado Cup and Milestone was on separate days at the Colorado Cup event, yeah. there was the Dudes and Belts uh, dream match, and it was Atiba versus Echo. So we that was put together because we talked about it on our show, like, oh, that would be great because we love both of those guys. And they put that, and Rocky Mountain Pro was, was uh, good enough to put that on and call it the Dudes and Belts dream match. Um, so I, we love Atiba. And we love to bash on Stephen Ashburn. So 
<laughs> it'll yeah. be fun. It'll be fun. I'm sure every every dude will be rooting for uh, for a Tiber in that match. But I think that match, Ashburn has proven time and time again how good he really is, and there's a reason why he does carry that NRW championship uh, at the moment. So I think that match might be the one that 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 tears the house down. Yeah, and you know, and since we don't, I agree with you. And since we don't know what the uh, stipulation is, we don't know, uh, you know, which way, you know, the uh, I'm doing fan service here. The balance of the scales is going to be uh, tipping into one of the uh, combatants in this match. Correct. Uh, so obviously, if it was something like a submission match, I think that would go in in Stephen Ashburn's side because his finishing move is the system lock on anaconda vice which is a submission if it if it went into something like a last man standing which we saw atiba beat corinthian in it at uh milestone last year i think that goes more into atiba's style so it, it's all going to depend on what what that stipulation ends up being and when that gets announced like i i mentioned it this past uh i believe it was it was just this past thursday on recharge i said they might wait till both guys are in the ring yeah. to announce what it is. I mean, no prep. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that 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 could change the 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 tide of 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 who who uh, becomes the favorite just by by that fact alone. Yeah, that's yeah that that's so true. It's it. I, I would be I would be I would love to see that because there'd be no no advantage either way, and you're just gonna have to uh, you know make it go from where you have right there and just go <laughs> you know yeah uh so yeah, like you mentioned uh too the uh, colorado cup is going to be part of milestone this year uh you know we don't know how many people are going to be in it we don't know who's going to be in it i mean we can guess uh what what are your uh what are your your uh you know hopes that uh who would you like to see win it who you think you might win it and then also do uh you have any uh, people that you would uh, pop for if uh, they uh, walked through that uh, uh, curtain and uh, entered in the uh, Colorado Cup this year. So, if like you said, we don't know who's going to be in it. Um, but if I had my my druthers of of who would be in it and who would win it, it would be Mercury Aiden. He got screwed out of the main event of Milestone out of that title match by by Marty Casales, Curtis Cole, and that POS lawyer. Yeah. Um, so. What better to to do is go in and win win the Colorado Cup and earn himself a title shot again, just just that that way, that quickly. Um, but with it all being on the same night, if he has to go through all that and then later on the main card of, of Milestone face Curtis Cole, that might be a daunting task. Uh, so that that's something that that would have to be kind of you know weigh the good and the bad of because what if Gaden you know draws number five gets all the way down to the end and loses. So not only does he not accomplish winning it, now he's been in, in the match for 40 minutes and now has to wrestle again later in the night against the Curtis Cole, who may not enter the Cur- the Colorado Cup because he might want to try to stay fresh for Aiden. Yeah. So th- there's a lot going to it there. But, yeah, if I had to pick one person to win it, that uh, would be Mercury Aiden. Well, that's fascinating. I, I think that would be weird. Uh, it would be kind of crazy, like you said. It, it'd be basically, you know, if he did win it, uh, it'd be like him telling, you know, everybody's like, "Yeah, you you just can't keep me down. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna stay up here. It's it's my company." And then, heck, I mean, why can't I win? Why can't I be the champion of of you know my company? You know, I I'm proving it. 
Yeah. You know? I mean, and it's worked before. Yeah. I mean, TNA is 20 years old now, and during the beginning of it, they're – champion for a lot of the time was jeff jarrett yeah the, the majority <laughs> owner um and and that was you know that was done because who else but jeff jarrett knew who was going to be there every week to show up no matter what and put his best effort forth you know jeff jarrett's gonna the guy that's the majority owner is gonna put is gonna care about it more than anybody so who's gonna care more about being rmp champion and 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 making sure rmp is in the right right direction than than the owner himself so yeah. Um, then, so you also asked, like, who would I pop for if they came in as, kind of as a surprise? Yeah, you know, like an R&P alumni that we haven't, or somebody that we haven't seen for a while, or just maybe even off the wall, you know, <laughs> you know, talent that uh, you know came in for the for the cup. I'm trying to think right now of somebody that, uh, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of Danger Dean, but I know he's, you know, retired from in ring competition. I think. Uh, his body doesn't isn't going to handle it anymore. But obviously, if you know, if if his music hits and he hops in the ring, I would kind of go crazy for that. Um, but other than that, I mean, if we if we saw last year's uh, uh, um, Hall of Fame inductee Hoodlum yeah. jumping in, or Anaya Anaya who just showed up on on AEW Dark, yeah. Uh, that would be or dark elevation, whatever, whichever one it was. That would be pretty cool. We haven't seen those guys around in a while, um, but I mean, yeah, if if, if Abaddon or or Dozer or any, anybody like that, Sammy Six Guns uh, showed up, those would all be pretty cool as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's that's the the fantastic thing about these uh royal these uh rumble type of uh matches is that you you never know and you know you can be almost guaranteed there's going to be some surprises yeah i mean last year we had we had sin Bodhi, uh which was really cool um so you know you never know maybe sin Bodhi comes back maybe you know maybe he he brings friends because sin Bodhi knows everybody there is to know in, in professional wrestling yeah. i mean this is a guy that used to be a riding partner of jake the snake roberts he he, he, you know, grew up best friends with, with with Edge. I mean, so who knows? Yeah, that's uh, very very true. Awesome. Well, Sunday, I think that might be a, a fantastic uh, point to uh, put on this uh, conversation. I do want to thank you, of course, for uh, coming on. Before I do let you go, um, tell the listeners if they want to stay up to date with, uh, you know, things that uh, that you're doing with uh, either the dues or belts or, you know, if they want to maybe even follow you out there on the uh, social uh, media, uh, where could they do that? So on social media, I, I'm not overly active on anything other than than Facebook. Facebook is under my my real name, Jeff Walsh. Um, uh, I, I do I am on Twitter a bit, uh, and I'm trying to get more and more active on that, and that's at Ginger Kid Jeff. Um, I I haven't gotten so active on the others, the Instagrams, the TikToks, and all those. Eventually, I will get into it more, but you know, I'm of that age where it's still kind of hard for me to figure out. Uh, I'm not like <laughs> I'm get, not like I'm not like old you. old, but it's just like I don't dedicate my time to it. Um, and but then yeah, dudes and belts where you know dudes and belts chatcast. On Twitch, uh, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Mountain, uh, twitch.tv slash Johnny Deathdrop. Um, that's Sunday nights uh, for the regular Dudes and Belts chatcast. We also do uh, Dudes and Belts Recharge, which is right after 
RMP's charge. They they raid on over right over to twitch.tv slash Donny Johnny Deathrop. We go live at uh, what time would that be? That starts at uh, what? It'd be uh, 10, 10 p.m. Mountain uh, three or uh, midnight Eastern. Night Eastern, Eastern. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm usually kind of still you know it's late for me, so I'm not paying attention to the clock as much. And then <laughs> I, I don't know the exact times for ignition and reignited because again I'm not on that show, but you can check those out as well. See what we're doing. You're gonna see us out. Uh, check anybody that checks out Milestone uh, this coming week. All the dudes will be out in Denver uh, in force checking out Milestone. Maybe you'll see us get involved a little bit more than you think. <laughs> Sorry, that, that, anybody, that's, sell some any, tickets. <laughs> yeah, anybody who watched last year saw, you know, uh, both Coastal and Maki Pins were in the Colorado Cup, actually competitors in the Colorado Cup, trying to gain a shot at the Rocky Mountain Pro Championship. Triple I managed both of them. Uh, didn't end well for either one of them, but they gave it their best effort and they put their foot. Put 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 their uh their their foot out there and 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 tested the waters. Right, exactly, and and sometimes that's all you got you got to do, you right. know. <laughs> right, you never know. Hey, underdogs win all the time. You know, yeah. all the time. Anybody who watched the Kentucky Derby knows all about that. So, oh, yeah. you, you never know. <laughs> hey, even Maki Pins got an elimination. Right at, at, at the Colorado Cup last year. Yeah. He he he, uh, he 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 took heed and watched his face and got his got his elimination. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I like that. Uh, well, uh, what uh, uh, Sunday? Uh, thank you once again for coming on. I'm excited to see you and the rest of the dudes this uh, upcoming uh, week for uh, Milestone Week at uh, Rocky Mountain Pro, and uh, hope everybody else is as well. Well, thank you, Mr. Fourth Row, for having me on, and uh, I can't wait to see you guys. Once again, a big, huge thank you to the Sunday Night Savior for coming on to this edition of the RMP Radio and introducing himself to all of our listeners. A lot of you already do know him from the Dude and Belts chat cast on the Johnny Death Drop channel on twitch.tv slash Johnny Death Drop. All right, well, so uh, before we get out of here, uh, like we have been doing uh, this uh, last few episodes, let's make sure we do get some uh, bills paid. You want to get some merchandise of your favorite Rocky Mountain Pro superstars, head over to to rmpwrestling.com click on that merch link or if you're in the amazon app or the amazon.com search for rocky mountain pro you'll be presented with a lot of great fantastic choices if i must say and then of course hit up the merch table at each and every one of our shows you'll see those in show exclusives as you, as we're calling them that you can only pick up while you're live and in person at one of our shows now events uh we are at the time of this recording this episode is being edited uh we have just finished our top taco event in Westminster, Colorado. It uh, looked like it was a fantastic event. Another event that uh, Rocky Mountain Pro has uh, gone to and we are doing, as of the time of this recording, we are doing 100 plus events this year. Tell me what other independent pro wrestling company has done that many in one year. It's absolutely fantastic and crazy exciting at times if I must say. Uh, Working on this side of the business now we also got at the time of this recording we got milestone it is 
so close. The March to Milestone is practically done. We are there. I hope you guys have gotten tickets to that. If you haven't, please head over to rmpwrestling.com. Click on that events link. Get your tickets there. And then, of course, always, if you're following your uh, Rocky Mountain Pro Superstars out on the socials, uh, find that link that they're presenting uh, to you as well. Uh, They have been hitting that hard and fast this last few weeks. So you should not be missing that link to order those uh, tickets for Milestone 12. Now, if you're unable to come to Milestone in person, we totally understand, but we don't want you to miss it. That's why we have partnered with Fight TV to put on the pay-per-views and you can order them from Fight TV. Now, we also have a lot of our uh, talent putting out that direct link to get right into Milestone 12 uh, instead of having to go into Fight.TV or the Fight app and search for it. You just got the link right there and you'll just be able to go right there, click on purchase and bam, you're done. And you know, the fantastic thing about Fight TV is when you order these events, you get to keep them forever and you can watch them back as many times as you would like. I like to always watch the previous year's milestones heading up to milestone, uh, the current version of the milestone or whatever number we're at to see all the fantastic things that have uh, happened, especially you know, when I got introduced to Rocky uh, Mountain Pro at milestone uh, seven, so seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Wow. Can you believe it has been that many just in my uh, time of being uh, introduced into uh, this wacky world of professional wrestling and attending shows and the such? I mean, that's just uh, crazy. Now, of course, uh, we do want to remind you then, of course, that very next night, we're going to record our next set of charged episodes. We've got two sessions there. Again, same thing. RMPWrestling.com. Click on the events link. Follow your Rocky Mountain Pro superstars, your talent, your etc. They are presenting those links to you as well. So it's gonna you're gonna be able to see that fallout from Milestone 12. And then of course the rest of the events page will have the upcoming uh, shows that we've got coming up. Of course we're gonna always be back at uh, Beerstock Romero's and a lot of things that we got uh, coming up in the future. So stay abreast with Rocky Mountain Pro on the events link on our website and of course on our social media now want to watch all this uh like i've been kind of saying twitch.tv slash rocky mount pro that's where you'll catch ignition and charged the watch alongs on thursday night especially and then of course uh, with those do visit johnny death traps channel on twitch.tv and you'll see recharged and reignited after those shows uh so you'll be able to see their take on the episodes that have just played that particular day uh that particular night and we'd love to have you guys uh you know get in the chat room and converse with the dudes and of course converse with us now of course uh with uh on our twitch channel uh you now need to be a subscriber to actually chat ignition is completely free uh and we would as well as charged just need to be subscribed to chat with the on-air talent the commentators or whoever's doing the watch along for example on charged and then of course everything else with the watching the rocky mountain pro course we would like you also to watch youtube.com slash rocky mountain pro give us a thumbs up tell us what you think about that particular episode if we like what you have to say you may be getting a special recognition and highlighted 
with your message. And then, of course, you can also watch all of our episodes on the before-mentioned Fight TV as well. Now, we also want you to follow us out there on the interwebs and the social media. That can be done at rmpwrestling.com and then on the social medias of the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram of the Rocky MTN Pro. I'll phonetically, once again, spell that to you. That is the Rocky Mike Tango November Pro. And as always, thank you for listening to RMP Radio, where pro wrestling is elevated.